Hi, friends. Welcome to yet another episode of Catching Up with Jay and Tay. <laughs> In this episode, we are going to talk about FOMO and jealousy. So the meaning of FOMO, for those of you who don't know, stands for fear of missing out. Um, I personally don't really suffer from FOMO too much. I definitely get jealous more than experience FOMO, which can kind of be the same thing um, if you're jealous that you're not hanging out with your friends or something like that. But for me personally, I get jealous of people's career moves. So let's say they just got something like a gig or promotion that's really popping. And (laughs) I see that on social media and I'm like, oh man, like, you know, although I'm very happy for them, at the same time, I feel jealous for that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's really hard now with, like you said, in social media where all of their accomplishments are posted on their feed and you sort of see, you know, what they've done and it's in your face. So I think what sucks more is knowing that I also work hard Mm -hmm. and then I still don't see results. Mm -hmm. But the thing about that is success doesn't happen overnight. You know, like it's just because I'm not seeing it now doesn't mean I won't see it ever. Right. And also people who post stuff on social media or whatever have to update their LinkedIn, they never post the bad things that happen or or not even bad things like all the struggles that they're going through you know like they only post what they want to post of course no one's going to post the blood sweat and tears maybe they'll write about it later on but while it's happening they don't show that on social media versus just posting you know that job application or that acceptance into this program or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah that actually reminded me of this uh, influencer that I follow her name is Alexis Gabriel Johns and she said the exact same thing you said she's like I don't want to post all of the all of the rejections yeah um from her uh, auditions so she said that in light of you know being honest and transparency she was willing to show us the binder of everything that she's been booked in and versus all of the auditions that she's been uh, rejected. rejected from yeah. and that binder is thick <laughs> she was like y'all don't see this <laughs> and there's a reason for it because it's it hurts it, yeah it's true like within the last year that I was auditioning I only got like two or three callbacks out of like the 50 that I went on mm-hmm. just here in our community alone like the 50 auditions that I went on I should say and the grind is hard, mm-hmm. but you never see that. Like, mm-hmm. people who make it, let's say, like, Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, yeah, he's a child actor, but I'm sure he probably auditioned for a lot of other roles that he didn't get. The roles that he got, he was perfect for them, you know? And I feel like that's another thing that I always have to tell myself. Like, I'm not meant for every role, for every job, for every opportunity. So why do I feel so jealous, you know? Like, I feel like that's the hard part, just trying to, like, trying to see, uh, trying to make the negative into a positive because you feel like you're, me personally, like, I feel like I'm not, or maybe there's something I'm not doing right. But then really, it's not about right or wrong. You, everyone has their own paths. Everyone has their own way of doing things. It doesn't always have to be clear-cut. 
you know, not like basically not everything is black and white. I understand. Yeah, I agree. Um, personally, I experienced FOMO, and it's it was more when I was in college um, than now as an adult. So in college, if I had a group of friends go out to I don't know any social event, mm. and they would ask or invite me to come with them, I either had the option to go or stay. And I knew that if I stayed, I would always be wondering, well, what if I miss out on this, you know? And usually if I did end up staying, it hurt my feelings when they would return from their events. And then they tell you everything that happened, but you don't really get it because you weren't there. Yeah. So then it hurts me because I'm like, oh, I should have gone. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I shouldn't have done this thing and joined them instead. And it just, oh gosh, it just made me feel alone, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But that was that was a lot more in college when there was something going on um, and I didn't want to miss out. I see. So why did you, or did they invite you to go and then you just didn't go? Yeah. Okay. Um, if, yes. So usually I am invited or, or let me put this in the past tense, usually I was invited um, and then sometimes if I wasn't invited, oh, that would hurt even more. Right. My feelings would be crushed mm-hmm. um, if, if I saw that they went to like a, I don't know, I'm just going to make this up, a campfire roasting event with the, with a certain social group and I wasn't there. And mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, like, what did I do? Did I hurt someone's feelings? Am I in a fight with them? Like, what? I started blaming myself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then started taking it really personally and assessing, you know, my friendship with them versus their friendship together. And then I would start feeling like, maybe I'm not part of this group. Maybe they don't want me in this group. And it could have been true, but also maybe they thought that it was something that I wasn't interested in, too. Oh, yeah. I see. So did you see a trend like that where a certain group of people would never invite you anymore or something like that? Or I think, it- yeah. Um, once you, once I started, I guess, like, isolating myself from those peers, they started inviting me less. Um, but I think that's when I realized that maybe our relationship or our friendship isn't as strong anymore. But while it was strong, um, I could not, like, stay. I could not not go somewhere with or I cannot stay without having the feel the fear of FOMO so mm, yeah yeah so definitely I felt FOMO in my college years now as an adult I don't really think so but I do feel more jealousy towards mm-hmm. everyone and um you know just seeing everyone's accomplishments and um Comparing myself to them. I know comparison is the thief of joy, but I do that a lot. Yeah, me too. (laughs) It's, like, so bad. No, I feel you. I feel you. Um, Particularly in career choices and um, relationships, sometimes I see um, women that have accomplished so much, and I start to evaluate my own journey and and think, well, maybe if I could have done this different, maybe if I would have, maybe if I would have liked biology, I could have become Aww, a nurse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because nursing now, now that they, those peers are nurses, 
it looks like fun. Yeah. And it looks like, you know, it's hard work, but it's rewarding. Mm -hmm. And so, but then I, you know, I have to pause and reflect and remember that I was never really into biology. (laughs) It just was never my calling. I took a class in college and it wasn't something that I was excited about. Yeah. Like, but I, I am jealous of how far they've, they've come and where they are now. Yeah. And I feel like that is such a common feeling for everyone, no matter how successful you are, Mm -hmm. because there's always going to be something that you want to do or you want to achieve. Yeah. Like, I feel like even Bill Gates, (laughs) even though he's, you know, so successful, there's something that he still wants to do, you know, whether that's through philanthropy or through his own business, something like there's always going to be that other element that you want to achieve because humans will just never be content. I no, feel like, yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's, that's the tricky thing to, to balance out jealousy because like realizing that you are content, like where's the fine line between content and complacency? Mm. You know, like sometimes I tell myself, like, you know what, I am doing everything that I'm supposed to do, and it's fine. And I won't get these gigs or these auditions, or I won't get that job, and it's totally fine. And maybe it's just not meant to be, but then I find myself later not even trying for those jobs or for those applications, or, I, I, or I'm just um, half-assing it. Mm. So then that, I feel like, is complacency, where I'm just like, you know what, everything's meant to be, I'm just going to go for it, I'm just going to apply, who knows, who cares. So that you don't push yourself anymore. Exactly, yeah, so I'll just apply for the sake of applying. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't miss an opportunity, but this the materials that I submit, it's like, okay, what stands out about this? You know, yeah. I'm not putting any thought into it. Mm-hmm. So then, for me, I guess, what's also hard is, I guess, just balancing complacency and content you know because there are a lot of things to be happy about and really if I didn't achieve anything more I feel like I would still have a a content life you know like I have food on table clothes on my back a roof over my head like Mm -hmm. the necessities yeah but then it's just something in me always wants more what about you do you ever feel that way I do I often feel like I need to be grateful for what I do have and so I'm also appreciative of having, you know, my basic needs, like a roof over my head and a food on a table. But there's a term, there's a phrase in uh, business where it's uh, keeping up with the Joneses, where maybe um, you buy a house and the Joneses, maybe they build a garage. And so you want to build a garage. The Joneses... They upgrade their fence. So you need to upgrade their fence. So I feel like sometimes I see... So right now, I am really into gardening. But I, it, I've i had our family garden for as long as I remember. But I didn't really kick in until, you know, I started seeing influencers online that were, like, oh, like really into gardening themselves and I was like you know what I I should be into gardening too and so that's what ignited the fire this year so I feel like comparison can be healthy Mm -hmm. um, because 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy gardening now. And it took a little bit of comparison of, you know, what I see on social media to push me to do it. I see, yeah. So it can be healthy. Yeah, like a little healthy, I don't want to say competition. It's, yeah. A healthy perspective. I mean, maybe just all about changing the perspective too. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm glad you said that. So going back to FOMO, what were ways that you got out of that funk of feeling like you were left out or not invited or that they didn't want to hang out with you or something? Well, I had to really um, go through the emotions, first of all. Um, (laughs) I went through the phases of feeling, I don't know, I guess grief and like just betrayal. And and so I had to go through that. I had to... um, just allow myself to feel that way but I don't know over time I think I just learned that maybe it wasn't for me Mm. and if I stayed back to study versus going out and then I saw the the reward of that you know when I passed an exam then I thought you know what (laughs) going out wasn't for me I needed to stay in right yeah so just really I don't know it hurts in the beginning and it was extremely difficult for me I'm not going to lie. Um, and at the time, I don't think I saw positive results right away. But now that I look back, I just think that I needed to just think think of the bright side of having stayed or not having been invited. Or Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, for me, there are a few times I remember I felt FOMO. But every time I think about it, because I'm a homebody, I like <laughs> staying at home anyway. So... Mm-hmm. I think for me also, other than, you know, experiencing like all the emotions, but also just being happy that they're hanging out and having fun. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I am happy that all my friends are going out and enjoying each other's company. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess, yeah, it would be nice to be there. But at the same time, I also like being at home, doing my own things. Mm -hmm. Like, cause I don't, I also like, don't really drink or smoke or do anything like that and you know let's say my friends are going out to a bar I don't know I just like I don't find that as and and it was hard in college Mm -hmm. when I did see that I mean sure I didn't have to drink and I didn't have to well mostly drinking Um, yeah and like you can still go to the bar and not drink and you can just order soda or something or just hang out yeah yeah and that's why I would my feelings would be hurt because I was like well I didn't have to do those things but I still wanted to, you know, attend and be there, be present. So it was, it was difficult. Like, it made me feel more lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any advice for people who are listening who experience? I don't. Some, yeah. I unfortunately I don't. I know that as you get older, it gets easier, and it's so cliche to say that, but it does um, because you spend time alone, and so you learn about yourself some more but it's hard it's hard to know that your friends are going out and maybe didn't invite you or forgot to invite you or didn't consider inviting you or maybe they did but you have other obligations to fulfill and so it's it's hard but um I really don't have any advice yeah it's hard I guess for me what I would say is for one, if it's a trend and they never invite you, then maybe reevaluate, I guess, who 
wants your company mm, yeah. because who deserves your company exactly yeah that's yeah that's a great way to put it who deserves your company because that's kind of what happened to me mm-hmm. I remember like earlier in college I started seeing a lot of people going out and having fun and they would never invite me and now I'm not friends with them yeah. you know but I mean it wasn't because they were bad people or anything yeah. like that maybe mm-hmm. they just didn't want to hang out with me and that's yeah fine too you know it's normal you promise everyone's been through it yeah Yeah. exactly and like I'm happy for them you know I'm happy that they you know look like they're having fun and they're doing all these great things like I don't feel jealousy or FOMO at all anymore but Mm -hmm. at the time it was happening yeah I'm like man do they not want me around yeah and I like you mentioned earlier start to um reflect on yourself like what am I doing? Or maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I said something wrong. But really, no. It's just maybe they don't want your company around. And they and you deserve to be around people who want to be around you. Yes, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. And also, I guess, something that is easier said than done, which can also apply for FOMO and jealousy, is just to be happy for people in general. I'm so proud of you for saying that you're like that's very that's very nice of you (laughs) it's hard it's easier said than done I think it's mature of you yeah (laughs) it's definitely easier said than done because like in terms of FOMO since we're on the subject like yeah I am happy that they are hanging out and they are having fun but it would just be nice to be invited or to be yeah you know but then it's it's just easier said than done It's, it's something that I've been trying to practice for ever since high school when I really started feeling jealous about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And in terms of career, like I'm not going to be handed every job that I apply for and mm-hmm. I'm not going going to be handed every gig that I audition for. And that's okay because not every role is meant for me and not every company is meant for me. And yeah. I have to tell myself whoever got that job or whatever I see on social media, like, I am genuinely happy for you and I do wish that person the best because it's really tough out there. And if I'm feeling shitty about my career path and my life in general, who knows what other people are going through? And that's another thing I want to point out that everyone is also going through something. Mm -hmm. So let's say that person who didn't invite you out, maybe they felt closer to another person and they wanted to confide in them about something and it wasn't anything malicious. And even though they posted a picture on social media I'm sure it wasn't to attack you and I feel like with FOMO again I'm going to interrupt you again I think you're so mature for saying that because immediately I would take it personally and think oh well it's my fault or if only I maybe said this or said that they would like me more and want me to be there it's hard yeah Yeah. It, it is really hard I even I, I say it right now, but I it's something that I still have to continue to practice because mm-hmm. like I shouldn't take it personally. Like, yeah, they didn't invite me to the club or whatever to this birthday party, and that's fine. Like it's nothing that I did wrong. Maybe they just don't feel close enough with me, or maybe that group of friends do their own thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I yes, don't take it personally. And it's also not always about you. You know, like, people could be really going through something or they just feel like they have fun with a certain group of friends. And you know me, like, I I like to have a lot of deep talks, so maybe 
I'm a Debbie Downer in real life, you know, and I don't even see it. So maybe if I were to hang out with them, I would really kill the mood. You know, I mean, who knows? There I go again, making it about me when it's not about me, you know, like it is, it's really hard. Like it's, I think social media plays a big part in it too, because it looks like it's malicious online when they don't mm-hmm. invite you to this and that. When really they just want to post that they're having fun. Yeah. 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 Um, I feel, actually, I've never felt FOMO with you. It was always, yes. Yeah, <laughs> like I knew, I, I think it's also important to know your friends and know them well. Because I know how you are just by spending time with you. And I know that you're not malicious. So if I wasn't invited to something, maybe it's because you have a separate group of friends that you can connect with. And then I never took anything personally. And when you did invite me to something or to go somewhere over to your house, I felt special because I was like, oh, she wants me a part of this event. She she enjoys my company and it's my turn now, you know? So like I've never felt any... You never made me feel like I should have FOMO. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, thanks for saying that. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> so I also think it's just important to know the quality of the people that you're around. Yeah. And you surround yourself with because then like, your mature side can come out and you could be happy for them to be spending time with other peers because maybe there's just not. It's just, you maybe you won't blend well or something. Yeah. 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 And like, I like how you said, who deserves your time? Mm-hmm. Because that's something that, I mean, I don't think about really. Like, <laughs> and it's, I, if you listen to our previous episode about self-love, that also coincides with self-love. Like, who deserves your time? Who deserves to be around you? Because you yourself, you are enough. Mm-hmm. So if other people don't see that and they constantly don't ask you to hang out, then they don't see your worth and that you shouldn't worry about not hanging out with them or not being friends with them. And maybe it's just meant not meant to be. Yeah. How about in terms of career? Do you have any advice for people who are listening to overcome jealousy in terms of career? Um, well, I think it's important to start assessing what direction you want to go into if you want to do a career change you need to look into your niche like what are you good at what are your strengths and how can you apply that to another career um yes oh my god work to achieve it like put in the time get your certifications maybe go back to school maybe or look into an apprenticeship or an internship um just to expose yourself a little bit of that career choice because sometimes I think that we we tend to fantasize and create this false uh idea Mm -hmm. of what that career is like when it's not so and I've done that before so it's important to if you can dip your toes in that field and to see if you whether or not you like it um but Put in the work. If you're wanting to change your careers, you got to change how you think and um, what the next steps are. Yeah, that's a really great point. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like 
a lot of people, especially if you're just getting into college or something, you have this idea of what, not all the time, but most of the time you have this idea of what a career should be mm-hmm. and the path that you have to take in order to be in that career. But really it's not all black and white. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, you have to put in the work and maybe take an internship or an apprenticeship or whatever just to really see like the behind the scenes of that path that you want to be on. Yeah, and uh, that's easier said than done because um, someone can switch their careers and, and maybe um, take some, some classes online and then they realize, oh, actually, this is not what I like and the classes could be expensive. Mm. And so then it, it's, it's a lot easier in theory um, and harder in practice because there are also other jobs where they don't have internships for something that you're looking into. Right. And so you can't really get exposure um, in that field. So it's hard, but that's really the best advice that I could give. Yeah. And yeah. like, I guess even look into shadowing someone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember when I was in college, I also asked to shadow a couple of other people who are in the career path at the time. Um, that I wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. And that was a little bit easier for me to kind of deduct what I really wanted to do mm-hmm. instead of going through motions of an internship or an apprenticeship. But with that being said, internships, of course, and apprenticeships are really important if you can get one, definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, it's also easier said than done, like you said, yeah. because you can't just mm-hmm. like, if you want to be a, a surgeon. You can't, right. just, you can't just go inside a you know, <laughs> surgery, an operation room. Exactly, yeah. You can just shadow them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, or even, like, for, like, being on set for theater, you can't just shadow someone on stage yeah. while the play is going on. You're probably behind the scenes and seeing, like, the rehearsal process, but at the same time, it's just, it's different when you're on stage, too, versus mm-hmm. the behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What about you? Do you have any advice? Um, for me, and for my career path I'm on right now, definitely knowing that not everything is meant for you really helps. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in on our FOMO and Jealousy episode. We hope that whatever you're feeling, it's totally okay. Let yourself feel it and don't extinguish the fire. Yeah. And... Just know that you're not alone. Yes. So stay tuned next week for another episode of Catching Up with J&K. Bye. Bye.